Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. Essay Quam Videri. To be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. What's up? Welcome back to the Badger Actual Podcast. My name's Travis. I'm your host. Man, uh, today it is August already. And I know I haven't recorded one of these in a minute, a couple months, and it's been a crazy couple months. And, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, I don't know what's going on just yet, but, you know, where we're at right now, all kinds of crazy stuff is going on in the world. We have the whole coronavirus that everybody's scared about. Um, You know, we have the elections coming up in November that everybody's freaking out about. The economy is up and down, and I mean mostly down right now with the whole situation. Um, you know, where everybody's locked down and they're not able to go out and work or people are just, uh, you know, in fear of, of everything that's going on. And you got all kinds of hate crimes going on. And then you have hate crimes about the hate crimes going on and riots in the past and all kinds of just ridiculous stuff happening right now. Um, you know, so I thought it was important uh, for me to do a better, better job and, you know, stay on on track with with these, you know, because what I was thinking about the other day is, you know, some of the stuff that lets us uh, get out of the habit of doing the things that we need to be doing to get the stuff that that we want to get. And sometimes when things that are seemingly beyond our control end up popping up, it throws us off our rhythm. And that's all right every once in a while to get thrown off your rhythm when weird stuff pops up. But, you know, to stay thrown off and to not get back on track just because it seems like everything crazy uh, in the world is out of control. It's just unexcusable. You know, right now we're in one of the most ridiculous times that I've definitely ever lived through. Uh, you know, part of it, I'm sure, is because social media blows up all the headlines about the corona stuff and the election stuff and the conspiracy theories all over the place, you know, and nobody knows what's true and what's not true when it comes to Joe Biden, who's the Democratic candidate right now, Donald Trump, you know, who's the, the you know, current president and the Republican candidate for his second term right now, um, you know, and you never really know what's going on. And then you have the whole Epstein thing where he supposedly killed himself and, and all kinds of crazy stuff going on with that. You know, so it's easy to kind of see how people can get their whole conspiracy theories rolling around. And uh, it's it's just, it's a time where no matter what your viewpoint is, you know, no matter what your race is, no matter what your gender is, no matter, um, you know, what your status is in the United States, this is a time where you, we can really use to double down and, and work on work on ourselves, you know, work on what we need to do to get to where we want to go. You know, this is kind of a time that I guess you could look at as like a megaphone, you know, whatever you do during all this crazy stuff is either going to propel you forward or sink you farther down in the hole, you know, to where you, you know, to where you don't want to be. Um, you know, so today, you know, I guess I, what I really want to talk about is a couple things that that'll help us all win in our lives by winning just, you know, a little bit at a time. You know, everybody's always heard it. I've heard it before. I've said it before. If you want to eat an elephant that you got to eat it one bite at a time, right? Uh, but with the whole elephant analogy, there's a, there's a, a, a part where I've heard people say before that you got to kill it first, right? And that's step one. And that's true. You know, so same thing goes with our lives is, you know, we got to kill the denial of what needs done. And we just got to go at it one step at a time, you know, win one step at a time, one battle at a time, uh, one little challenge at a time. You know, so what I what I really want to talk about is a mindset that I used to live and die by. You know, I'd swear to everybody that it's true. I'd hold myself to this standard. 
I'd push my teams and my people to it. But you know, I start you know started to realize that it was an extreme viewpoint, and in some cases counterproductive. You know, and the, the mindset is how you do one thing is how you do everything. We've always heard that quote. I don't know who said it at first. I don't know who said it. Um, you know, the first time that I heard it, all I've I've heard it said by a lot of successful people, and it, to a degree, it's got some merit. But at the same time, it's got some flaws because on the surface, it sounds sexy. It sounds badass. You know, a lot of people aspire to live by that. I did for sure. There's still an element of me and my character that, you know, I kind of want to live by that, right? How you do one thing is how you do everything, you know? Um, but there's there's got to be a balance to it. And balance is something that I've always struggled with in my life. I'm sure some of you guys have too. So there's some places and things in our lives that, you know, sometimes need to take a back seat. You know, especially, you know, going back to where we're at in the country and in the United States right now, whether you're listening to this in August of 2020 or in January of 2025, it, it doesn't matter. You know, there's there's always um, some times that we got to prioritize certain things above other things. You know, so in, in the crazy time that we're dealing with right now, um, you know, it, there's all kinds of uh, unemployment money going around for people who aren't able to currently work. There's stimulus checks that the government uh, jetted out there. I think it was either one or two rounds of $1,200 that they sent to individuals. And I think it might have been $2,400 for families or something like that. You know, and some people making that money plus their unemployment money are actually making more money than they were making while working. You know, you understand and I understand that that's all temporary and that it's not going to last long term. But a lot of people are just living in the moment on that and buying stuff that they shouldn't be buying, you know, and and setting up stuff that they shouldn't be setting up, whether it's mortgages or car payments or whatever the case is, because all these places are offering great deals on financing and all this stuff, you know, with everything going on because they're trying to keep business coming, you know. But what these people should be doing with, with this money you know, that they get, which is going to end up being reclaimed through taxes and other forms of payback and everything with the government, is they should be using that money to leverage their business to grow. You know, so for example, in the area uh, a little bit north of Philly, uh, you know, where I'm I'm living most of the time right now, uh, there is this town called Phoenixville. And it's, uh, it's pretty nice there, nice little uh, kind of Little little town, but big atmosphere, you know, in the nighttime and in the weekends, especially in the summertime. There's a lot of bars, a couple of local distilleries, um, you know, and, and some of these places are are really thriving right now. You know, some of them have adapted to selling, you know, whatever they sell. If it's a distillery, they're adapting to selling their bourbon or their gin or whatever it is, you know, like um, like uh, curbside or, or, you know, you come in, you pick it up, you leave. Um, you know, they got outdoor seating that's legal now, too. You still can't sit inside, apparently. But these these places, you know, some of them got some smaller business loans and stuff like that through the, the government programs that have been out. And they're putting in extra outdoor patio seating and, and awnings and making the whole outdoor environment a little bit nicer and bigger and more accommodating. And, uh, you know, a lot of those places started doing it uh, back when this whole corona thing started, like, two, three weeks after the lockdown started. And now that people are able to go back to it, they've already got this, um, you know, they've already got kind of the corner on the market there a little bit because they have twice as much, if not more, outdoor seating. And they've been ready for it. They had a game plan for it. They invested the money the right way, where some other businesses are getting that, you know, small business owners might be getting that money and they're going and buying a boat and just chilling and waiting until until it comes through. And then you see those same people, you know, try to do the same thing that these other places did, you know, back three months ago, four months ago, 
but they're you know behind the eight ball on it, so they're not able to capitalize you know when when they're able to when the when the rush for everybody to try to go back out to eat and hang out and you know just try to have a good time and live somewhat of a normal life you know was was legal again so to speak it's crazy to think that it's illegal to sit inside and eat but you know that's uh part of you know where we're at right now in the in the u.s and in some states so you know people have their priorities a little bit skewed there right you know so to go back to you know, the, the balance of, you know, what needs to take a back seat, what needs to be a priority, you know, do the same habits, you know, that, that you're cultivating right now, you know, like in, in business, let's say, you know, they're going to transfer over to your personal life, your family relationships, everything, you know, they're going to transfer over to your physical fitness, to your exercise, your nutrition, for sure. You know, so we think about all that stuff. They definitely transfer between the situations. So that's just kind of, uh, I guess you could say, evidence and support of the how you do one thing is how you do everything statement, right? And that's what I've always kind of thought and felt and lived by. But, you know, where the problem comes in is when we take up a straight up black and white approach to life, you know, we're taking an extreme so there's no room to prioritize what's most important first you know for example like in your health what's what's your main goal you know some people might be in a position where they're severely overweight and the most important thing or i guess i could say the thing that you could do that would have the highest impact you know in a good way on your health would be to maybe lose weight because your heart won't be working as hard your liver won't be working as hard uh kidneys won't be working as hard everything gets to flow a little bit smoother you know it keeps your body in in, in better shape right that might be the priority above maybe slapping on some extra muscle you know so there's different workouts different exercises and different nutrition plans that you'd follow to lose the weight but if your goal is to gain muscle because maybe you're just kind of skinny uh, and you want to get a little bit bigger, you know, there's different workouts, different nutrition plans and different situations, you know, to put yourself in to, to make that happen. You know, if your goal is to build endurance, you know, same deal. But whatever it is, you got to prioritize because while you might be able to work towards, you know, maybe losing weight, gaining muscle at the same time, you know, if it's your only focus, and if you got good genetics, you know, you might be able to do it. But for most people, it's just going to be impossible because, you know, just mathematically speaking, and I'm not going straight nutrition on you guys right now, but losing weight requires a calorie deficit and building muscle takes a calorie surplus, meaning you need less calories, you know, going into your body to lose weight and you need uh, extra calories going into your body to put on muscle, which means gaining weight. So in business, you know, what are your short terms and your long term goals? You know, is it to build a ridiculous skill set in one or two areas or is it to build a huge range of skills? You know, those two things don't necessarily really sound mutually exclusive, but it's a lot harder than it sounds. You know, you can do one or the other at, you know, at any given time, but you can't really do both. You know, you can build a wide range of detailed skills over a long period of time, but you're not going to be able to build that wide range of detailed skills fast. You know, short term, you can either dabble in a bunch of things or you can go all in on one, maybe two. You know, for example, if you go into business and let's say your business is, uh, you know, I don't know, like, I, you know, I've mentioned in previous shows, you know, we, we do uh, business in the financial service industries, deal with different insurance products and everything. So let's say your business is, you know, selling insurance to people, right? And you're a sales rep for an insurance company. You know, you could go in 
or, or actually, let's take it a step farther and let's say that you start an insurance agency and maybe it's just you starting it up. You know, you don't have anybody with you. You don't have a team. You don't have partners or anything like that. And you just want to build it yourself from the ground up. So you could come in and you could try to learn how to, how to uh, you know, fix the books and make sure everything's good. You could learn how to, you know, make sure that you understand how to, how to separate your expenses and budget and do a business plan and all this stuff. Um, you could learn how to hire people and train people. You could, you know, you could work on, you know, actually selling people the insurance products. You could work on all this stuff and try to develop all these skills. And you can work on them all at the same time, but you can't go all in on one or two of those skills. You you can't go in on all of those skills, I guess I should say. What you can do is go 100% in on one or two of them, you know? So in that scenario, since selling the insurance is what generates the upfront revenue and the upfront money for you to keep your business afloat and for you to pay your bills and to keep the lights on and keep the food on the table and everything then the most important thing to focus on to me in that situation would be your sales skills and your customer relation skills and your rapport building skills and just overall, you know, having conversations with people to enroll them into your insurance products, you know, because that's going to bring the revenue in up front. And once you get very good at that, then you can look at the next most important thing, which, you know, is finding other people to be able to duplicate those skills that you've already gotten good at you know, duplicate those skills into them. And then once you get good at duplicating those skills that you already have into those other people, then you can shift your focus from those two things, you know, uh, the sales and training and duplication into, you know, now we can go into the more detailed business side of things, right? You know, maintaining the business that's on our books and everything like that. You know, because we got to focus on, you know, we got to put what's first first and eat the elephant one bite at a time. You know, so that's just one example in business. You know, so, you know, think about it, you know, when it comes to your relationships, you know, what's what's your priority? You know, same thing goes across every areas of your life Are your relationships with your buddies who go out and, you know, hop around at the bar is more important. Or are you trying to find a meaningful relationship with one person? You know, I'm not here to judge what your preference is, but, you know, typically in that situation, you're going to have to pick one or the other of those, you know. So, you know, if your priority is to build muscle and build a strong skill set in a particular area when it comes to business, cool, you can do that, you know. Uh, but what that means is that a hobby is probably going to have to take a backseat. You know, maybe you love playing hockey, but if your first two priorities are balking up and killing it in business in a particular skill set, hockey might have to take a backseat or golf might have to take a backseat or you know, I don't know, you, you name whatever sport you're into. could be basketball might have to take a backseat. You know, you still might be able to hit a drop-in game once in a while. You know, you might be able to play with your buddies on the weekend here and there. But you're obviously not going to be able to go balls to the wall and be semi-pro with it, right? And the reason is because, you know, you said that your goals were to bulk up, slap on some muscle, and kill it in a particular skill set in your business. Which means that basketball is not a priority, or golf isn't a priority, or hockey is not a priority, or whatever, you know, whatever your hobby is. Maybe it could be, I don't know you know, building miniature boats or something like that, right? It's, it, it can't be a priority if all these other things are, are your priority, right? You can't have two different priorities on two opposite ends of the spectrum. So the bottom line is, yeah, you can do all that, but it's got to be prioritized appropriately based on how big of a part you want that to play in your life, you know? 
And then we have, you know, the the excuses that we'll all give ourselves that I've given myself, I'm sure you've given yourself, where you feel like you're so busy, you just, oh, I just don't have time to get that done, or I don't have time to get this done. Challenge yourself to do this. Stop saying, I don't have time to get that done, and start saying, that's not a priority for me. Or I'm not going to decide to make that a priority. It's a more honest statement. I don't have time is vague, ambiguous, and you can trick yourself into thinking you're busier than you actually are, when in reality, you're just not choosing to make it a priority. You know, uh, for example, you know, I'll give you just just one right off the top of my head. Um, You know, I'm sure some of you guys listen to Andy Frisilla, and, uh, you know, Andy Frisilla's got the podcast that used to be called the MFCEO Project, now it's called Real AF, Um, but he has a program called 75 Hard. You know, in 75 hard, um, you know, basically to, to put it in a nutshell for you is 75 days of not, you know, there's, there's a couple elements that you got to do every single day. So it's not cheating on your diet, no alcohol or cheat meals. Um, you got to do two workouts a day. One of those workouts have to be outside. Both of them can be, but at least one of them has to be outside no matter what the weather is. They both have to be a minimum of 45 minutes long. You have to drink at least a gallon of water a day, and you have to read at least 10 pages out of a self-development book a day. Audiobooks don't count, um, and it has to be some type of self-development book, and you have to take a progress picture every single day of the 75 heart. If you miss any of those things, you have to restart over from day one. And, you know, I'm very busy in, in our business. You know, my schedule right now, I'm in, I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania, 50% of the time. And I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the other 50% of the time. And I drive back and forth both ways because there's no good straight flight from Philly to Erie without, um, you know, uh, without connecting flights and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So it's a six, six and a half hour drive depending on, on the day. So I have six and a half hours coming up and six and a half hours coming down. And that's, you know, twice a month. So I'm making that drive four times a month. And that takes a lot of time out of my schedule. And then when I am in Erie, you know, it's it's typically, you know, a half hour to 45 minutes of a drive into the office, you know, for me. And, you know, I still, you know, I'm meeting with people. You know, I have all my typical meetings. I usually typically have even more meetings, you know, because sometimes I'm not seeing the people in Erie as much or the people in Philly as much. So I have meetings all the time with people, one-on-one developments, you know, sometimes going out to, to lunch with people to keep uh, relationships uh, going, building and going in a good direction and all that good stuff. Um, you know, and it takes a lot of time, but I'm still able to fit in both the workouts. I'm still able to get my progress picture done, not cheat on my diet, not drink alcohol, no matter how stressful it gets. Um, you know, I'm still able to do all that good stuff that's on 75 hard with proper planning because I'm making it a priority. You know, and, you know, the reason that I'm able to prioritize that is because I've already developed the skill sets that I need in business, you know, to to a high enough degree that I don't have to prioritize learning all that stuff. Because I promise you, at the beginning of doing this job, I don't know that I would have been able to prioritize something like 75 hard without having the the skills built up in sales and and, you know, you know, hiring and development of new talent and everything like that. So, you know. I can't say that I don't have time to do 75 hard because I know I do as long as I prioritize it the right way, you know. Um, You can't say that you don't have time to work out and work on your sales skills or work on your interpersonal communication skills or work on – you can't say that you don't have time to stay healthy, you know, get done what you need to get done at work 
and maintain and continue to build a meaningful relationship at home or with your parents or with your brother or your sister or something like that. It's all about priorities. You know, so what are your priorities? You know, if you're listening to this, then I'm going to go ahead and make an educated guess that you're trying to level up in one or more areas of your life. You know, and the real end goal that we're after is freedom. You know, some of us really want to make a lot of money. And I'll be real with you. I really want to make a lot of money. Um, you know, but really, if, you, if you're being honest with yourself, if I'm being honest with myself, the reason that I want to make a lot of money is for the freedom. It's for the freedom of, you know, being able to do what I want, when I want to do it, where I want to do it, not have to really listen to too many people tell me what I can and can't do, you know. But if you want that type of freedom that I just described, then, then that's going to take a good amount of money. You know, sometimes the freedom that we want is in the form of, you know, making sure that our family can stay healthy, meaning, you know, keeping food for them and everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, making sure that they get the doctor's checkups and everything to keep them healthy. But, you know, just as importantly, what if somebody gets sick? You know, a lot of uh, a lot of times, even in bad health situations, money can go a long way when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know about you. I want to live a long, healthy life. And I want my family to live a long, healthy life. And um, I'm fairly certain that having a large amount of money is going gonna, is gonna to accomplish that, you know. So whatever your definition of freedom is, you know, it, it pretty much takes money, you know, which means without the income streams, the rest of what you want to focus on doesn't really come to fruition. You know, it just ain't going to happen. So what are your real priorities? You know, the things that need done to make you happy later, not what you want to do to make you happy now. So, you know, and that that kind of throws us right back into another logic loop, right? Because, you know, a lot of times we always talk about if you're not working out, if you're not self-developing and reading and educating yourself, then you're going to go into an unhealthy spiral of stress and anxiety if you're working all the hours that you need to work to make that money that we were just talking about. And that's true. You got to stay you got to stay physically active. You got to watch what you put in and don't put into your body. You know, you got to watch what you put into your mind and don't put into your mind and what you're protecting your mind from and what you're allowing to soak in. And that's all really important. And, you know, you also have to continue to develop your skill sets at work and in life and in your relationships. And the best way to do that is to prioritize, plan and execute like we've talked about in, in previous shows here, previous episodes. You know, at the end of the day, a morning routine will save your life. It'll get you where you want to go. It'll make things happen. Um, you know, I heard somebody describe it before like uh, like a rope. I can't even remember who I'm stealing this from right now, but I promise it wasn't something I came up with. You know, if you look at your day as, as a rope and, you know, if I hold the rope by one end and it blows in the wind, you know, I kind of have control of it. If I hold the rope by both ends and the wind comes, it's not really going to move that much in the middle, right? And that's kind of the same thing with your day. If you control the beginning of your day and the end of your day, then you're pretty much able to control what happens in the middle of the day. You know, so when I say the beginning of your day, I mean what time you get up, what your routine is when you get up, what items and tasks you need to get done before the rest of the world starts their day. And then when you control the end of it, it's, you know, what your pre-bed routine looks like, what you're putting into your body before you go to bed. Is it healthy stuff or unhealthy stuff? Is it empty calories or is it something, you know, is it something that's going to help your body recover overnight? You know, is it alcohol or is it water? You know, well, you, you got you got to pick one, right? And when you control the end of the night like that and you go to bed when you're supposed to, 
that, again, you know, in the circle of life helps you get up in the morning when you need to get up, feeling a little bit better. And am I guaranteeing you're going to feel great every single day? No, hell no. But that's how you control that stuff, you know, and it, 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 uh, it builds momentum for you, you know, throughout, throughout the day. Because I can tell you this, you know, you know, t- right now it's around 1.30 in the afternoon and I've been up since around 5 o'clock or so, which is typical. It's not crazy early or anything like that for me. Um, you know, already got one workout done today, already uh, staying on pace with my meals, you know, making sure that I'm following the schedule that I set for myself today. I've accomplished all the meetings so far today that I need to get done today. You know, I have another one coming up here at two o'clock. That's a really important self-development meeting for me. Um, you know, with, uh, it's a, it's an echelon front call with Jocko Willink and Leif Babin and all those guys that I get on three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, and, and following the schedule that, I need to be on to get to where I need to go to get better for the people that I'm responsible for, you know, whether those are the people in my work or in business. So really what I'm saying is the whole how you do one thing is how you do everything. It's half true. And it, you know, to a degree it's half not true because you got to prioritize the things that you need to get better at. You know, some of us are naturally gifted in certain areas and some of us are naturally not gifted in other areas. You know, if you're like me, you're almost gifted in no areas, right? It it takes a lot of practice in pretty much everything if you want to be good at it. Like you should see me play tennis. I just started trying to learn how to play tennis like 12 days ago or something like that. And it is not pretty. Ask anybody that I've played with, right? But, you know, practice will get me where I need to go there. You know, practice will get you where you need to go when it comes to, you know, work, whether it's sales, whether it's accounting, whether it's finance, whether it's investing, whether it's relationships, which is probably the most important thing that you can get good at is building good and solid relationships. You know, the second most important thing that you can get good at is sales. And I've mentioned both of those today. Like, think about these things and understand that whatever you focus on is where your energy is going to go. You know, meaning whatever you prioritize is going to be the thing that you you accomplish the most of. You know, so if you prioritize, you know, checking Facebook and you prioritize, you know, just feeling good all the time. And when I say feeling good, I say that with air quotes, because if you're prioritizing doing things that just make you feel good, you know, um, I think I read it in my Daily Stoic passage, uh, the book Daily Stoic by uh, Ryan Holiday. I think I read it either yesterday or today or something, um, talking about how, you know, a life of, of ease and a life of uh, enjoyment ends up being a curse in and of itself or something like that. I'm, I'm not quoting word for word, so don't, don't, don't get upset at me there. Um, you know, but it, but it turns into suffering because that's all you, all you have. You know, you never have any struggle. You never have any progress because without struggle uh, comes no growth. So, you know, think about all these, think about all these things that you want to get better at. What is the one, two, maybe three things at the most that you need to be prioritizing right now, that you need to be putting into your schedule right now, that you need to be putting into your routine right now? Because I know the things that I need to be putting in is working more on building relationships with people and making them better relationships. You know, that's, that's one of the things that I'm focusing on right now. You know, I know another thing that I need to focus on right now, and that's the reason why I'm doing 75 hard is, you know, I'm working on not drinking as much alcohol because it doesn't, it's, it's where I can drink a lot of alcohol and it doesn't necessarily blatantly negative, like it's not a big negative uh, effect on my life or my business, but built up over the course of time, you know, I, I realized it was making me a little sluggish, not feeling as good as I could have been. 
you know? So that's something that I'm working on right now. What do you need to work on right now? Could be the same stuff, could be completely different stuff. You could have no problems building relationships, you know, or, you know, drinking too much or eating too much or whatever the situation is. You could have no problems, you know, not getting your workout in. But if you've got some flaws when it comes to the skill sets in your business, when it comes to maybe sales or when it comes to, you know, it, it could be, I don't know, timeliness. It's something as simple as timeliness. Some people can't seem to wrap their head around and it's, it's crazy. I don't understand it. But you might be sitting there thinking, damn, Trav, how do you have problems building relationships well with people? You know, which I can build good relationships, but not to the level that I want. And you might be sitting here thinking, damn, building relationships are the easiest thing in the world. How do you need to work on that? You know, that's the same thing I'd say to you about being on time. You know, so we all have our different strengths and our different weaknesses. And we all deep down really know what we need to prioritize to make things happen. Right? We all know what we need to work on. We all know what we need to get better at. It just comes down to, you know, like, you know, not to try to get all, uh, you know, metaphorical or uh, bring out more analogies again, but back to the elephant analogy. You got to kill the elephant first, meaning you, you got to identify the problem first so you can prioritize what the solutions are going to be. Right? So if you take nothing else out of this, man, at the end of the day, you either win or you lose. At the end of every single day, treat it like you either win or you lose. If you win, that means you got done everything that you told yourself that you needed to get done that day. And if you lose, that means you didn't. Now, if you win and you still feel kind of crappy that day, maybe it's time to evaluate the things that we're telling ourselves that we need to get done. Because I don't know about you, but if I say that I won my day and I did get done the things that I'd set out for myself to do, and I don't feel good about it, one of two things is the case. I'm either lying to myself and I didn't actually get them done to the level that I should have got them done, or I need to reevaluate the things that I'm setting out for myself to do because it's not the right list. It's kind of like the same thing as if I were to put down, like I, like I wrote down on my, my uh, you know, like for 75 hard to follow a specific diet, and my diet consists of two Big Macs, some fries, a Coke, and I don't know, a few Gatorades, maybe some chocolate chip cookies and an Oreo for dinner or something like that, you know? And I follow that. Like I, I listed it out. I executed on it. I followed it. Maybe I did it perfect, like exactly like I wrote it down. Obviously, I'm not going to feel very good because that's all crap food. It's garbage food that I'm putting into my body. So just because I followed the plan that I put down doesn't necessarily make me a winner. You know, so if you're feeling not like a winner, we got to look at what we're putting down. We got to look at the plan that we're following. We got to look at the day that we list out. You know, I've mentioned Andy Frasilla's Powerless before. I've talked about the uh, the Badger books, you know, that we have here, you know, that, that list out, you know, every single day you got to fill in what time you're getting out of bed, um, you know, two things that you're thankful for that day. Uh, you gotta you gotta write in the night before what your workout's gonna be the next day, what book and and how many pages you're gonna be reading of it. Three things that you want to accomplish that are day specific that next day, and then three things that you uh, want to accomplish every single day that are habits that you're trying to build. You know, um, you know. So for example, the three things that I have in my habits list right now are you know 16 hour fast because I'm trying to get better about that. You know, not eating from 8 p.m. Um, you know until uh, until about noon. You know the next day. And, you know, uh, meditating every single day is something I'm trying to get better at and doing 75 hard right now is on my habits list, you know, so, so what are on your habits list recording this podcast is on one of my day specific tasks today.
you know, and when you can mark all those things off of the list every single day, you know, you'll, you'll kill it. Actually, in the notes of this podcast, I'm, I'm going to see if I can't post a screenshot of my list for today uh, attached to the, to the notes of the podcast here. You know, when you kill it every single day and you win every single day, um, you know, you, it builds a sense of accomplishment and trust in yourself that you know when you say you're going to do something, you go out and do it. And that really becomes something crazy powerful. You know, when you decide to focus on something, it almost feels kind of dangerous sometimes. Once you get really good at holding yourself and holding yourself to that discipline that you say you're going to do, and then you do it, and then you know every single time you say you're going to do something, you're going to go follow through and make it happen, you feel like you've got to start to be careful about what you focus on because if you focus on the wrong thing, it's going to happen even if it shouldn't. And that's something that's a pretty cool feeling to have, you know, when used the right way. So just listen, I don't care if you have 20 minutes left in your day today. I don't care if you have 10 hours left in your day today. You know, whatever the case is, if your day's almost over, you know, don't go back and try to feel bad about today. But take out a piece of notebook paper. You don't need a fancy power list from the MFCEO project or Badger Booked, Badger Book from our, our squad to, to be able to do this. Take out a list of paper or a sheet of paper and list down what time you're going to wake up tomorrow what workout, what physical activity you're going to do tomorrow, when you're going to do it, list what book you're going to read for self-development, can be five pages, can be ten, you know, just depending on on how advanced you are in self-development, what you're going to read to do that, list out three day-specific things that you want to get done tomorrow, that you're committing to yourself that you're going to get done tomorrow, that are high-priority things that are going to move your life forward, and then list out three things that you want to become a habit every single day that you need to get better at. It could be something as simple as making your bed before you leave the house if you don't make your bed. If you make your bed and you do, and you do a great job, you know, with your morning, you know, maybe, maybe you make your bed, you brush your teeth, you know, you clean up after you make breakfast and stuff like that. Maybe it might be something like, you know, fasting for 14 or 16 hours if you're working on your health. You know, I don't know what it could be. It could be going to bed at a certain time. You know, whatever, whatever you need your habits to be, to, to be more conducive to your life. If you have a habit of staying up until 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, set a bedtime. I know it sounds juvenile, but that's a real good habit to get into. So just win today. Set yourself up to win tomorrow. And the more todays that you win, the higher the likelihood is that you're going to win your life. All right? Listen, it's crazy stuff going on out there. Don't feed into the hype. Don't feed into the racist stuff and the anti-racist stuff and the, you know, people getting upset at everyone saying black lives matter and people getting upset at everyone saying blue lives matter and people getting upset at everyone saying all lives matter. Like, listen, man, like we're one country. Ain't no reason for us not to act like one country. You know, like a lot of people I've heard say, you know, like this is not a unique viewpoint that I hold. But when everybody else in the world looks at our country, they look at us as Americans. They don't look at us as African-Americans. They don't look at us as Indian-Americans. They don't look at us as, um, you know, they don't look at us as Hispanic-Americans. They look at us as Americans. You know, so why can't we just do that and look at us all as Americans? And this is a step that's going to help everybody get there. Imagine if everybody prioritized what needed done and were self-aware of themselves to understand all this stuff. We probably wouldn't have half the problems that we have in the world today. You know, and I know it's a cliche and we've all heard it before and I do my damnedest to stay away from cliches. But if you embody, you know, the type of person that you'd like to see in the world and enough of us do that, eventually, you know, the world is going to experience that change. All right. 
So kill people with kindness and kill those items on your list that you need to get done to take yourself to the next level. All right. Love you guys. Dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out. <laughs>